Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. All right, so welcome to this next episode of Box Talk. I am here with a guest. Sir, will you please introduce yourself? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Uh, this is Mike Wiest with um, CrossFit Como. I'm the founder of CrossFit Como. I've been uh, doing that since April of 2013, so a couple of years now. Cool, cool. So Wiest, okay, I, I did not know how to say your last name. <laughs> so <laughs> that's interesting. What What is it? What kind of... It's a German last name. Uh, typically, when I when people call me out of the blue, they say Wust or um, West. Um, very few people have ever got it right, but it's pronounced Wiest, kind of like yeast. That's um, really gross. <laughs> yeah, some people <laughs> some people say you have a Wiest infection. So yeah, whatever. That's, that's even better. I'm sure you love that in high school. Yeah. That was fun, <laughs> well, sure. anyways, Mike, I would love to just start out and talk about you know how you got into CrossFit, how you opened up your box, and how how you became an affiliate owner. Yeah, yeah. So that's a you know interesting story for me. Um, I first discovered CrossFit probably around 2007. I was um, just finishing up my undergrad, and I had a trainer. I, you know, we'd work out every so often together, and she was a she started doing CrossFit workouts. And I think her first workout she tried to get me to do with her was Murph or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, that's stupid. Hundred pull-ups is stupid. I don't, you know, I don't need to do that." Um, and then I ended up doing a couple of CrossFit workouts with her, and just had a you know like a local gym, and I kind of liked it, but. You know, I was kind of a, you know, typical college guy and like to do your bench press and bicep curls and stuff like that and uh, just kept doing that routine. And, um, you know, after I had another year and I did my grad school work and got done with that and then got a full time job and stopped working out. And uh, yeah, so I played basketball here and there, but I didn't work out and I kind of went through that phase of, you know, working like a dog and not taking care of yourself. Uh, so about three years after that, I moved uh, back home to Columbia, Missouri uh, to work at the university here in town. And I started working out again at a local gym. And I got really bored with that standard kind of bodybuilding routine. And I um, just looked up, a, I read on like a men's health or something to work out um, the 300. So named after the, the guys from the movie 300. Um, it's just a really cool workout, 300 reps. You go through as fast as possible. And I started doing that as my conditioning. Um, you know, a couple of days a week, I just did that workout with like a strength training program and I was getting really, really fit. And I was like, this is cool. Let's see what else is out there. And then all of a sudden it, it clicked. I was like, Oh, this is, this is basically a CrossFit workout. And wow. so that was back in, yeah, that was back in 2011. Um, and then I had a group of guys I was working out with and we started doing CrossFit workout style workouts together. And before I know it, I had like a little following at my local gym of people wanting to do this with me. And so we went and did our CrossFit level one. And, um, you know, I did the planning for the gym for over a year, you know, just researching and building out the business systems and whatever I could get done. And then um, you know, I had a guy that wanted to do the level one with me and help me with my gym. And so, uh, we went and when we got there, uh, we were very surprised that Rich Froning was actually one of the, uh, the instructors. <laughs> and so we were kind of like, oh, this is meant to be, <laughs> so it was kind of cool. This was, you know, back in, this was in early 2013. So, um, 
that was such a really, really cool experience for us. And so when we got back um, from the level one, we were like, let's go for it and opened up pretty quickly after that. We had everything pretty much prepared and ready to go besides, you know, having the level one. So. Wow. I just think it's crazy. You went from basically a sedentary life to opening a CrossFit gym. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, wow. it, took a, it took a couple of years to kind of build the, the you know, the, take the risk on, you know, it's always nerve wracking when you do something you're not used to doing or it's not in your wheelhouse or uh, my family's always owned businesses, but, mm. um, you know, restaurants specifically. So I was really good at like restaurants, but, um, you know, so I knew I, I would be good with people. I just didn't know what to expect. Um, you know, uh, just taking that risk of opening up something on your own is, you know, it's a huge, huge action, but it's kind of transitioned to a lot of things I do in my life now. So hmm. really cool. well, it's kind of like the restaurant. You're just serving them up CrossFit to eat every day. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Similar, so. right? You, you need it to live as well. Uh, probably not, but anyways, <laughs> but there, you know, there's a lot of similarities between the restaurant industry and, um, you know, CrossFit industry. It's all about, it's all about service, customer service or, you know, we, you know, we talk about like the athlete experience, like that's our big, big topic here that I talk about all the time with my team. And, you know, it's the same thing you get in restaurants. Like you go to a restaurant, you get a really, really great experience. Um, you're more likely to revisit that restaurant. Um, same thing in a CrossFit gym. You have a great experience each and every day. Like you're on stage. You know, I tell my coaches, pretend you're at Disney World, right? And you're putting on a show, you're obviously giving them great instruction and, you know, holding them to high, you know, movement standards, but you need to be theatrical. You need to be the star of the show and help build that relationship. And that's what's really, really important in what we do each and every day. Mm, yeah. Have you ever read uh, The Disney Way? I have not, but this past summer, um, I need to, I should pick that up actually, but this past summer I was at Disneyland um, and we got to talk to two of the park operators that run the restaurant uh, side of the park. And that was the one of the best hour and a half of professional development I've ever done in my life. Um, so amazing yeah. at what they do. Yeah, they, they have the customer service aspect down on point <laughs> so but definitely i definitely recommend that book it's great it just kind of it reiterates what you've been talking about a little bit and then you could give your coaches that and be like see i'm not just saying it because like here's a book <laughs> <laughs> so but kind of going off of that that experience that you guys have that service that you offer i know one of the cool things about your box is something called the ambassadors program and, and we've chatted about that a little bit but I would love you to tell our audience, our listeners, what exactly that is. You know, give us a little backstory about this ambassadors program and what it does at your box. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a really, it's a really, really awesome program actually. Um, and for me, it kind of stemmed from, uh, you know, I wasn't, I'm not really full time in my box in terms of like working there full time. I probably spend full time amount of hours, you know, on the business, but. I'm not in my gym full-time. I'm fortunate enough that I have another career that um, I have, but my wife is able to work there full-time and we have some full-time coaches. Um, so one of the things I really wanted to focus on in our, our gym and the experience that our members were, get, uh, were getting was, um, well, really it's just the experience. So it's what they do when they come in, what, you know, start, I started mapping that out. Like I started saying, okay, 
the first day, what does the first day look like? What do we need to introduce to those people? What are we looking for? How do we communicate our program, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, you know, okay, so they had a great first day experience. So what's the next step, milestone? Okay, that's our foundations program. Okay, once they finish foundations, their first class, once they finish their first class, then checking up with them on, you know, different intervals throughout their experience with us. And so I wanted, I needed a way to kind of evaluate different portions of our program, but also get some feedback on decisions that I was coming up with and creating. Um, and, you know, I would, I would vet these off my wife, I'd vet them off um, our coaches, but I wanted to get that, that a really targeted group of members and get them, get their feedback on the decisions that we're making. Because if they buy into your know, mission, if they're part of our tribe, um, you know, it's going to provide a better experience for everyone and it's going to be very fulfilling um, and just build that, you know, that community, that relationship. So, um, so I started, started doing some research and saying, okay, what do we do? Do we do a secret shopper type program where we go and have them evaluate a class or do we, um, you know, how do we evaluate? How do we build that relationship? Um, and I came up with an idea that's called like an ambassador program. So a lot of businesses have these like where people, like, for example, Lululemon has an ambassador program and you can get discounts on their, their their stuff or they'll send it to you and then you write reviews and share, you know, you, you promote them. Um, so I kind of was like, oh, okay, we have an idea that's similar to that. So um, I just put a feeler out and I said, hey, I'm thinking about running an ambassador program. Would anybody be interested? And I had dozens of people interested. I think we had like 25 or 26 people that applied and said, hey, I'm interested in, in doing this. And I said, well, I'm still kind of deciding what that looks like. Um, and You're I like, started, slow the roll. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, you know we, have a, we have a private Facebook group just for our members. And we put so much content in there um, about what we're doing and get feedback that way. But sometimes there's decisions that you need a smaller, more targeted group to bounce ideas off of rather than all 200 plus members of your gym. So, um, so I, uh, I just started doing my research, you know, first thing I did, I just searched for CrossFit and then I searched for ambassadors and I found a few gyms online that had programs and I was looking around and until I found one that had some pieces that I knew I wanted to use. Um, and I found a gym, uh, called CrossFit hyper, uh, high performance. And there's a coach there named by her name's Jim Jen, and I think she might be the owner. Um, I don't recall. It's been a while since I've spoken with her, but um, she basically I sent her an email said, "Hey, I'm interested in doing a program like what I see you all have. Would you share any more information?" So we got on the phone, we talked for a little bit. She sent me some documents, and um, I was like, "Okay, cool. This is something I can build like a foundation on, and you know, uh, share this with the world." And you know, so we. Um, we uh, we just went with it. Um, we I, I reached out to all those people that were interested and said, hey, uh, I need to make this group pretty small. Um, but the goals of this ambassador program really is to help you guys guide the direction of our gym and help us feed, uh, give feedback on things we're doing. You know, tell us what members are thinking. Um, I wanted somebody that kind of be a leader of that program as well, um, so that they could. Um, you know, they could really be kind of that, I don't know, that confidant um, and, you know, help us 
planning our community events. Um, so we just kind of, what we did basically was kind of outlined that what the uh, program looked like, and then we had um, people apply, and then we selected a few and hosted them at our house for dinner. Went over the kind of the things we were wanting to do with the gym and how they could help and. Um, it's that was kind of the start, and it has blossomed into a really, really amazing, amazing program. And these are the some of the most dedicated people in my gym. They love, um, they love our gym, and they really help with onboarding new members, um, getting people, you know, uh, acclimated to how we do things, and reaching out, and really just help build us. Uh, that community because once you grow past that 100 member mark maybe 150 it's hard to keep track of everyone and if you can have multiple touch points like that um you know i think it's a really really cool program so yeah no it sounds like it and and i'm just kind of curious you know how do you go about how did you go about deciding how many people to have in your ambassadors program and even how to go about choosing them and whittling them down. I'm sure some affiliates would love to know, how do you even pick? Like, all my members are amazing, but like, how did you even choose? And and what does that look like now? Yeah, that's that's a really good point. So um, yeah, well, let me start from the beginning. So we kind of put the feeler out. Um, after I had an idea of kind of people interested, I said, okay, let's, let's put a, let's make people apply. Um, let's make them fill out just a little bit and that will weed out some of the people that may not um, be as committed to a program. So we had some people apply. Um, you know, I think the size group, I think I said 10 max because um, I wanted to keep it small and nimble and not have too many, um, a good diversity or variety of members, but not have too many, then we wouldn't be effective and, you know, we'd have group think um, and so the people of the people that applied, uh, I, you know, reached out to them individually, just made sure they had any questions. And um, once we got all the applications in, I kind of just looked and made sure there was people that represented different times of the day, because obviously the people that wake up at four o'clock in the morning and work out at five are a lot different than the people that are our, our 7 p.m. members and so personally I think they're crazy but that might just <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a special breed that can get up that early and I don't know how they do it it's amazing I am yeah. in awe of them yeah it's it's tough so um, <laughs> and so yeah so we got a good variety of people from all over the classes different ages different uh, different class times um, different lengths of their CrossFit experience, which I thought was important. So we had some people that were you know, newer and then people who had been with us for a few years at that point. Um, and then the first thing is after we, uh, I messaged all those people said, Hey, I'm, I want you on the committee. And, uh, they, uh, just want to make sure before I announced it to the members. So then I announced it to all of our athletes said, welcome, you know, our ambassadors and who they were and reach out to them if you have any questions or you know you want to share feedback with about the gym and then we hosted them at our house had a great dinner and then um other thing i thought was really important was to put this on our website so one of our members is a phenomenal photographer and we reached out to him and said hey can we schedule time to shoot all of our ambassadors and 
get some shots for our website, get some shots for um, just to profile these people. And then the ambassadors, you know, answered a few questions I had for the profile. Mm-hmm. And we created this whole uh, ambassador like showcase on our website, um, which is pretty unique. I don't, you know, I know we're the only gym in town that has a program like this. Um, so it's just one of those little things that differentiate, you know, what we do in, in, in Columbia. Yeah. And once they become ambassadors, are they always ambassadors? Well, so that's a, that's a really good question. So we initially were going to do a year long term, um, and the you know these people love it so much. And uh, you know I've told them they say you guys can come if you want to be an ambassador longer. If you want you want to leave, uh, leave. But nobody's wanting to leave, and we're in our almost really? two, two full years. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, I'm really going to let them run through it. I'll probably add a person here and there through it, you know, over the next year and so, uh, just to get some different opinions. And, but um, every time we'll do meetings about once a quarter, and every time we do, they all show up and they're all excited, and I get messages from them pretty much uh, weekly from at least one <laughs> or two of them, just talking about different things. So, um, be like, Mike, I have an idea. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, there, there's a lot of ideas. <laughs> wow. So. so, what I know, kind of on your website, you have uh, some—I wouldn't say requirements, but but kind of specify exactly what the ambassador role is. Can you go ahead and specify for that for that for us here? Yeah, yeah. So, the role is—you um, know—they have a couple of like responsibilities now these are obviously um they are you know it's a voluntary role obviously so you can only require so much but um they're really a rep a good representation of the membership at the gym that's kind of like first and foremost so um we do just kind of like our discussion we get together as a group we talk and bounce ideas and they kind of provide that perspective and feedback you, know, you have to think about it like as a leader um, or a gym owner, uh, you you, own, you see the business from your perspective, but you may not put yourself in the athlete's face or the athlete's shoes. Um, and so I think that's one really important thing about marketing is really understanding who your ideal you know target consumer is and being able to put yourselves in their, their shoes for that perspective. Um, so that's what our athletes provide. So that's why I had people who had been with us since we opened, brand new athletes, as well as people in other different parts of their journey. Um, and so then they also help us out with like our big community events. So we have two major community events every year. We have a Christmas holiday party and we have a formal like anniversary party. So we do the formal in June and July. And then we do our holiday party in uh, December, which is next weekend for us. So um, so they help plan that. They help get you know help with the menu. They help with decorations. They help with setup. Um, all of those things. And um, so that's kind of those those two big things. The other thing was, um, you know, welcoming new members. So anytime we have new members in the gym, they go out, seek those people out, say hello, um, make them feel welcome, and get them get them as part of the the gym uh, as quick as possible. Um, You know, they share content on Facebook, just participate with what we do. Um, And, you know, like 
you know, the summer other requirements, I, they're required to work out three times a week. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, oh, really? that's, yeah, that's, oh. you know, I want them there. They, yeah. they represent our gym. So, um, it's what just like our coaches, our coaches are required to work out at our facilities and in our classes and not oh, while they're coaching, but you know, you have them like that would be good. <laughs> yeah. But you know, have them, uh, so that's the same thing. So they come to, come to classes, they work out, um, with everyone and, um, yeah, just pretty much any time we can involve them in any decision making we do. So interesting. So have you I, I suppose I would love to hear if there are maybe like one or two examples of decisions made or, or results from this ambassadors program that you've been able to um see over the past two years. Do you have any examples? Yeah, so I I want to say, uh, give me an example, but one thing that's really cool. So we're in a col big college town, and obviously Saturdays are a huge, um, huge important thing um, on college campuses everywhere, but especially like at a, a SEC school. So um, pretty much the town shuts down on Saturdays. And so uh, we had always been open at, from 9 to 1 on Saturdays, and you know, I, you know, the days there'd be football games at like 11 a.m., obviously nobody would be at the gym. And so I'd have a coach there or I would be there. And we did that for the first year we were open and we we're just like, this doesn't make much sense. Nobody's here. We should, we should be enjoying all that. Yeah. Um, so that was an idea. I just said, Hey, let's, let's just close down. I ran it by the ambassadors and they're like, Oh, that's phenomenal. I wish you guys would do that. Cause we want you out there hanging out with us at our tailgate. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, a, that's such a simple idea, but yeah. you know, it's it. And it, it's we, good for your business because then you're not yeah. there wasting time and wasting money at being open in the space and nobody's using it. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, and then actually, what's really cool is by closing or having alternate hours or making our normal workout earlier in the day, um, it frees everybody up. So then we can all get together as a group. So. There's a good group of probably around 30 of our members that tailgate almost every single weekend. Wow. Uh, and we get together with them, and, and it's just a nice, really nice, you know, community thing that's outside outside the gym. So um, that's really important. Uh, you know, hours of operation is always a tricky subject if you need to cut hours or change them. Um, so we've, we've vetted a few of those decision makings over the last couple of years with them. Um, one really cool thing is they help us decide on, like, apparel. Um, which oh, nice. is always a headache, um, and they help. But sometimes we'll just say, "Hey, you guys are coming up with the next design," and they go do it. Or other times we'll, um, uh, you know, we'll say, "Hey, here's some designs," and give us feedback. And um, they truly are ambassadors, though. They they talk to their friends. I've had so many people bring, you know, new friends into the gym because they're part of our ambassador program and. Uh, you know, we, we try to take care of them and they just, it's just a, it's a really good experience. I think for both us for feedback, as well as, you know, for those athletes, as part of the program. Yeah. Like you said, it just sounds like you get the perspective of so many other people versus just your own perspective or just coaches perspectives that might only see small bits and pieces of the business and might not get the full view. So, man, that's crazy. Oh, that's awesome, though. It's neat that you have that. It sounds like it's been impactful so far. I mean, have you seen, since you opened, so you are opened a year before you started the ambassador program, it sounds like. Have you seen a difference between that year and these past two years? 
Yeah, um, obviously, you know, we being open almost four years now, we have grown and and changed our business, changed our business model a little bit. Um, we we've trialed and aired everything, um, just learning, you know, learning the business. You know, you can do a ton of research, and you can do a ton of, um, you know, professional development and studying and, re- and everything, but. Without actually experiencing it yourself, you don't, just don't truly know. Um, so our first year, obviously, there was tons of trial and error. We were really successful quickly. Um, we, you know, we opened in 2013, so that was kind of part of the. Um, I don't want to say the gold rush of opening a CrossFit gym, but it was CrossFit was really, you know, highly known and and really jumping um, across the country, and so um, that kind of actually helped, but. You know, our ambassadors have really helped us really kind of maintain a good community and, and with, you know, when as we've grown to over 200 members. And so that's that's really, really important for me. Um, and they, you know, you should see those people at the 5 a.m. I mean, there's a core group that show up 20 plus people every like at three or four times a week there. There's 20 plus in that class. And we've had to add coaches, you know, we have multiple coaches in that class now. Um, but they really just kind of keep, like, the community together. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits, you know. And they love the place. I mean, they, one guy said, I will, when I leave your gym is when you either close or I die. And so I think that's a lot. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's beautiful to hear. That's awesome to hear as a business owner because it means you're doing something right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. So, I'm sure other affiliates would love to hear any advice you could give them if, you know, they were looking into opening and, and starting their own ambassadors program at their box. You know, maybe what are some lessons you've learned since since having this program rolling that you could uh, share with us so that other affiliates can do something like this on their own? Yeah, I think the first thing to do is to actually just do it. <laughs> Don't think about it, just do it. Plan um, it for a year, but actually just do it. Yeah, just, I mean, honestly, just get the feeler out. Say, hey, we're, we're wanting to do an ambassador program for the gym. Here's some basic thoughts on it, uh, more details to come, um, and then get a feel for who's interested. And then when you're ready, um, and I, I wouldn't take very long. I'd say, you know, within a week of kind of teasing it out, you know, actually have the page on your website outlining what the program looks like, put the, you know, a sign up form to get people, you know, to get the actual list of who wants to be a part of it, um, have them apply. You know, like I said, the people that take action are the ones that are actually going to take action when they're part of the team, part of the, you know, group. And then, um, you know, celebrate them and take them out to dinner and have a just have a nice time and tell them what you're looking for and and don't be afraid of of the members that um maybe not that agree with or don't agree with every decision you make um because some of those people are giving you a good perspective of of potential people that um you know you don't want everybody to say yes you know because you need to be challenged and to think through things and so you know, if there's a member on there that, you know, is, I don't want to say a difficult person, but, you know, maybe the one that's, you know, always questions your decisions. Well, maybe that's a perfect person for the ambassador. Um, the other cool thing is I've, I've kind of written out all of this stuff with how we set up our program. So, 
you can feel free to email me or I can uh, I can sh- send you a link to share with the show notes. Um, I kind of wrote out written out how we did it. And that'd be a really good way for you know, people to kind of just take what I've done and um, what I've built and customize it to your gym because it's it's just a really good program and it'll do wonders for um, for your gym and utilize the ambassadors. Don't don't just start this program and it be another thing that you start and don't follow through. Utilize them, get their opinions because it's really going to help you improve um, your community and your business. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, we will. Uh, there will be a link in the show notes for you guys. Um, like Mike said, that kind of details out how he got it started. He has some great examples in there of like what he posted on Facebook and uh, very detailed. And then uh, we'll also provide a link in there so you can see what the ambassador program looks like on his website. You know, he mentioned the photos earlier and how it's all set up. It's it's really nice. Um, so we'll do that for you guys. But too, Mike, I'm, I am just curious. Like, did you get any? I don't want to say pushback, but maybe like upset members when you didn't choose them for the ambassador program. Um, that's a really, really good question, actually. Um, yeah. So when we um, there was a person that uh, was a little upset that didn't get selected. And what I had told them is a couple things. I said, well, in, um, we we needed to limit the number of people uh, to that I didn't think they were the best fit initially because of the time commitment I thought the ambassador program would take. And I already kind of had a few people that were, I would say the similar demographic to that person. Um, and they were kind of, a, they were also the other thing that kind of helped was they're a little bit late on applying. Um, but I told them that, you know, I said, we'll be recruiting once a year for this program. So I encourage you to apply, you know, in the future. So it is hard because, you know, these people invest a lot of time and effort into, um, you know, into this. And obviously a member that has been with you for a period of time and doesn't make it onto your, into your group, then, you know, they're going to feel a little let down. So you just need to have a nice personal conversation with them and, you know, handle that relationship importantly. Um, and, you know, make sure you do give them up other opportunities um, to excel. And it's just like, I think coaching, you know, in a class too, when, especially when somebody's new and they, they are not sure what to do, or they maybe didn't do something right. And you had to, you know, you had to, you treat everybody a little bit differently. You know, you want to treat them all the same, but treat them with respect. But I know some of my, my athletes need I don't want to say coddling, but they just need, you know, very positive encouragement. Other athletes, they want you to treat them like they're in the Marines. And so um, somewhere in between, you just have to understand who that person is and their personality. And then um, just have an honest, real conversation with them. And But like I said, give them the opportunity in the future. So Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I was just, you know, because sometimes people can feel like they own something a little bit because they've invested so much time, so much money in a place that I wondered if, they would get a little upset so that's I mean that's a great story though like you said and then two I was also curious when when you mentioned being in the group of ambassadors and someone might you know say something negative about your idea or or get some pushback from other people um, do you have any tips on how affiliates can learn to you know take that uh, feedback in a, in a positive way and how to kind of work through that group dynamic of the decision, decision making that's going on? Absolutely. So, um, 
my recommendation, just like we tell a lot of athletes that come through our door, leave your ego at the door. It's got to be the same thing for the affiliate owner. Um, and the reason I say that is you, you as an, a business owner, you have to be open to feedback, constructive feedback, or even even non-constructive. Just you know, it could be it could be very negative, but you have to be able to learn and understand um, because. It, you're, you may be trying to provide an experience for people, but what, what people are actually perceiving, it could be two totally different things. And so you need to be open-minded enough and be smart enough to look at both sides of everything. So the worst thing you can do is have an ego and say, I just, you know, thanks for your feedback, but I disagree with you. You should take it and learn from it and say, how can I make this place better? You know, because if somebody's experiencing that, is everybody experiencing it? Like if I've I've had a co- I've had coaches leave our gym, every time they leave, I'll call them up after a few months and say, why did you really leave? You know, because it was it financially was it um, for whatever you know for whatever reason because you want to you need to learn because it's going to make you better and I tell you that's really how you choose to pursue excellence is to be able to learn and if you get too caught up in your ways or you get too caught up in your perspective, you're just never going to grow or develop the way you. Um, the way you need to um, and you're dealing with people like you know people are amazing they do some really cool things so treat them with respect you can disagree but just make sure you listen because that's what this group's all about is it's helping you learn and grow and become a better person um, and you learn you just learn you just learn so much from it yeah I mean, so my ideas flying around a dinner table, I, I'm sure it's crazy. You probably can't write them fast enough down. So, man, that's just awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I can, give you, I can give you another example. Um, so we opened, when we opened, we, uh, we did group foundations. And then as our gym got a little more mature, we, we made the group foundations a little bit longer. And then... Then we got to a point where our gym was pretty mature and we had a good base of members and we needed to control a little bit of our um, intake process because we just grew really, really fast. So we started doing one-on-one individual um, foundations. And the reason we did that, we wanted to really control the experience that people get when they come in and make sure they were ready to go before we toss them into classes. Okay. And so... Um, about well, probably about six months ago, we're sitting around with the ambassadors, and all of those ambassadors either started with us when we first opened, so we didn't really have a foundation program then, or had gone through our two-week, six-class foundations. And they, you know, I remember one distinctly saying, "Why are you guys not doing group foundations anymore?" And so I tried to explain explain why, like why I felt it was best doing it individually with the coach, um, and they were very adamant about, "Oh well." These don't get the group experience. So that I had a, ended up communicating our vision for our gym long term and why we chose that route. Not saying we never would do a group version of foundations again, but saying why we thought it was better that they did the individual. And you know, I didn't. I don't think I convinced her by the end of it, but I think she understood our perspective a little bit better. So then it actually educated her on how she can communicate that with. Um, you know, people that may be interested in our gym in the, in the future. So, um, so that's a pretty, you know, that's, that's a definitely a learning experience for me that maybe we didn't communicate why um, we decided to do an individual approach uh, rather than the group. And, you know, that's something I learned. So, 
Well, you want people to understand. So like you said, if she's talking to other people, she'll be educated on the topic, won't say things that maybe aren't positive because she doesn't know the why behind it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Man, Mike, that is so cool. I think the ambassador program is just awesome. Like, I want to be an ambassador. I should come join your gym and be an ambassador over there in Missouri. So that's the plan. Well, awesome. Well, any last thoughts on ambassador program? Anything you think affiliates should know before getting it rolling in their own gym? Uh, no, like I said, just read the stuff that I put out there. That'll really help get it fast tracked. Um, you know, get that fast tracked. You know, how you can implement something like that in your program. Uh, the only other thing I would add as advice to any affiliate owner out there is really just continue to you know, chase excellence, to continue to be better every single day. We expect that out of our athletes. We expect that out of our coaches. We got to expect it out of ourselves because, um, you know, we're in this, this, this business is a relationship business and try to, you need to be focusing on getting better, challenging people to get better, challenge yourself to get better. Um, so pursue excellence and, um, you know, seek help if you need it. You know, we are doing some amazing work in this community. Um, people are are doing things that they never thought they could do. And I'm inspired each and every day about the stories I read from other people. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. Read the CrossFit Journal if you don't read it. Um, I think that's a lost uh, resource. There's so much good stuff in there. Um, but like I said, continue to chase excellence. That's uh, that's going to help everybody out and, uh, you know, help you achieve the, the dreams that you want to achieve. So, yeah. And I'm going to put in there read box pro because I'm biased and I think it's great. So <laughs> it's, great. It's, it's one of my go-to reads. <laughs> thanks. So. Thanks for that one. That, that yeah. afterthought, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no, no, but no true words and, and true words to live by every day. And you're right. I mean, affiliates you guys are changing lives and I personally believe changing the world. And I think the positive impact that this industry and you guys are having is just incredible. So man, good words to end on Mike. I think that was well done. So great. Well, thank you so much for just taking the time to, to be on box talk today and, and sharing about your ambassador program with us. It was, it's great to hear about it and I hope more gyms do it. Awesome. Well, thanks for the opportunity. I really, uh, enjoyed my time. So appreciate it.